0: and really, really want to level up your tribe in one shot. Fill out an application at workhardplayhardmastermind.com. We'll jump on a call and we'll see if it's a good fit. All right, let's jump into today's episode. Well, Kimberly, I am not a leg humper, Murgatroyd. Oh
1: my good God
0: how are you i know we just read a uh, a post from uh, from our friend chris harder and it was on leg humping
1: he coined this term to describe people who are trying to climb the like let's say the social marketing online business ladder as leg humpers
0: but, but it applies to anything any industry
1: it is the most wonderful word. And because, you know, you'll see someone... Well, let's, let's
0: sort of define it. Like, I'm go- well, like I'm going what, to. what is a leg hopper?
1: I'm going to. So uh, when someone comes into a business or into some sort of, you know, group or environment, you can always tell the person that's trying to find out who there can help them the most who is going to make them look better if i just get that person <laughs> to do leg. an ig takeover then you know my i'll skyrocket and if i can just get that person to take a picture with me and i can post it it's going to catapult me into that to the universe and by the way none of that is true because like i remember with lewis talking about ellen And being, he's been, Lewis Howe's been on the Ellen show three times and it didn't sell a ton more books. I mean, his audience bought his books because that's who knows him, right? So just because Ellen is there doesn't necessarily mean that it's gonna all of a sudden, you know, catapult you into superstardom. So the leg humper. So I have been, ever since he wrote this post, I have been using this term leg humper any chance I can because it is the best Word phrase.
0: Well, ever. Wh- why is it that you find it? The I mean, it's a funny phrase, but what is it that hits home to you about this?
1: Well, so when you are in, let's say you, I, I'm in network marketing, right? So you come into network marketing, and we have built this amazing tribe of people, and you know, people pay their you know membership fee, and they order their products, <laughs> and they're loving it, and they think it's like instant, instant tribe and that it gives them like an all access free pass to say whatever, do whatever, act however, feel entitled to everything. And the same, I would suspect, goes for masterminds. Like you pay for the mastermind and you're put together with like a cohort of 30 to 40 people and you think all of them are obligated to be your best friend. And that's actually not the case. And so when you join events or, or join a mastermind join a network marketing team go to events you are entering a large group of people that are all like-minded in some way shape or form that are probably all around the same level maybe like in a mastermind same level of income same level of expertise in whatever it is and that's what you're that's what you're buying into but the rules of engagement still apply like you can't walk in and be the leg humper just because you paid your money to get in. Like the ticket to admission is not an all-access pass to every person in there.
0: Yeah. What you're getting with a mastermind as an example, you can walk into the mastermind and I'm going to put you into a room with people that are in, you know, your economic bracket or higher, that you know have been pre-screened to be great people, authentic people, et cetera. But that's kind of where it ends. I mean, if you don't do the work to connect with those people in a meaningful way where you're providing value for them and they're providing value for you, then, then you can hump their leg all day long, but like anything else, it's going to, it's going to come out in time that you're the leg humper. Don't be the leg humper.
1: Don't be the leg humper. And so today I thought we would just go over a few, like, let's call them rules to not be the leg humper. Okay.
0: What's so funny about this. And I, I am it wouldn't matter anyway because nobody listening would actually know anybody I'm talking about. But when I think of certain people that are coming to mind, male and female, and I think about this thing, I cannot not see them- Humping a leg. Humping a leg. I know. And so I get this visual that is so funny to me that every time I just like, I'm laughing it's out loud. It's a leg loud. humper.
1: And by the way, this could be in your office. They call it like a brown noser. This could be in school, whatever. The leg humper <laughs> is just the best freaking term ever. So- if you really want to up level your tribe,
0: is is both said there's a lot of leg humping going out there, go on out there, people. <laughs> it's
1: <laughs> so funny. So if you really, really want to up level your tribe, you have to do it in an authentic way. And it's really important that you follow some general guidelines of, you know, normalcy. And it's hard, okay? I'm I'm gonna say this: it can be really hard because let's say you're in the fitness space and you walk into an event, like whatever the event is, it doesn't even have to be like a mastermind. It could just be a big open event. And you see across the room, Shalene Johnson. All you want to do is hump that leg as hard as you can, because you know that she has, she, if you could just get all of her knowledge downloaded on a little, you know, SD card or did they still use those Mm -hmm. Um, on a little card it would make your life complete. But the reality is that's not gonna happen. And you, like Rob said, you, there's, there's like a protocol to this of being like a real friend, providing massive value. And eventually it may happen, but you can't just make a beeline and start humping the leg, right? So let's talk about this. So I don't care if you went go in a network marketing team, that's what I can speak mostly to or whatever it is. If you wanna be a part of a tribe, you have to show up. You got to show up. If there's events, you got to show up. You have to communicate. You have to be there for other people and not just asking and be what we like to call an ask hole. Okay, so you have the ask hole and we've talked about the ask hole in the past. The ask hole is the one that asks you a gazillion questions but takes very little action, but keeps asking you the same version of the same, or a different version of the same question for like 10 years. And so we have termed that the asshole because we know that person is going to ask all these questions, but for what reason? So they have this mental database of things that they're never going to take action on. And you know, don't be the asshole when you show up. Be the ask, Be the person that shows up and provides massive value. So you are putting yourself in a tribe of people that you want to be a part of. You better provide some value. That doesn't mean, by the way being somebody's bitch. That means showing up as yourself, authentically yourself. Lori Harder said, said, said this so well at her event she did here in Atlanta. When you're trying to fit in, if you're the person that shows up at the event and you're trying to fit in, and I've been this girl, okay? Because I, I, I'm like socially awkward. So when you're trying to fit in, the only thing you're going to attract is other people that are also trying to fit in. And then you got a bunch of like, people who can't be themselves because of fear of whatever, sitting in a circle wondering why no one wants to talk to them. So don't try to fit in.
0: (laughs) If you are liking my posts, sharing my posts, and giving me words of encouragement, feedback, sending me a message saying, hey, you said something, did something that provided tremendous value, when you go for the one-two punch of can I pick your brain, do you think that I'm going to be more receptive to you? Because look, we know who's liking and sharing our posts. We know who is saying positive and encouraging things. And we also know the people that, I'm using social media as an example because we all have that in common. And we also know who isn't doing those things and then comes out of nowhere with a three-page request of what they would like me to do for them. Who am I stopping for? Who am I helping?
1: Well, it's kind of like this. Like I could write a post and again, we're going to use social media. And again, this isn't about horse trading. This is about creating a real relationship because if you were my friend in person and you just want it, like, let's just say this is not social media. Let's put this on the street, okay? So if you're walking down the street and you see Rob Murgatroyd walking down the street and you don't know Rob, are you going to walk right over and go, hey, can I pick your brain? I know you have a podcast, can I pick your brain? Or are you going to go, hey, Rob, oh my God, I listen to your podcast. This means so much to me or whatever. Like I I subscribed, I, I'm always sharing your stuff. Like there's going to be a little foreplay in that before you just pick his brain. But for some reason that like doesn't happen as much on social media. So another example is like someone will write a heartfelt post that's really good or really descriptive or something. And then some person will comment can i share this as opposed to oh my god this really impacted me and you know what they loved about it cuz obviously if they want to share it then there's you know something they loved about it it's just like may i please share this you know so just remember common courtesy on social media and in person provide value to other people and this came straight from Gary V provide that value so when you go to ask for the help you're more inclined to, they're more inclined to want to help you. All
0: right. I'll even go a step further. Another level of this, you and I haven't actually talked about this, but I've, I've seen this happen a lot. So I will with, along with you build a network of people that are high quality, really, really great people that are doing big things. And somebody who's just sort of like entering our, Atmosphere will want to tap into that network, and instead of making proper introductions by you know providing value and asking me, hey, I'd love to connect with X Y Z person, they just sort of like go around and infiltrate them into the network, and you know send messages like you know I know you're a friend to Robs, and make making the assumption that we're number one actually friends, and number two that I've recommended that they reach out, and so they're. Now going from humping one leg to humping another leg and using, using the leverage of somebody in between. And the point, the point is that you don't have to do that. And if you think that people don't see that, you're wrong. We know who's providing value. Well,
1: every, and they know too. So in like, we're te- speaking to the people here, but many of you are probably getting leg humped as well. So it's like we're not talking to leg humpers, we're talking to everybody. It does, it's kind of like there's always somebody uh, like richer than you, there's always someone poorer than you, right? There's always someone that's you're probably trying to hump their leg and someone's probably trying to hump yours mm-hmm. somewhere along the way. So don't be offended by this in this way. We're just trying to give some really tactical advice on how to up-level your tribe without being like put the the leg humper scarlet letter
0: or actually be offended if you're doing it and well, and and go. use that to facet. i mean there are, you know honestly here's one of the things i mean this is a true statement what i'm learning with coaching is that if you're not going to be the person that is going to be honest with somebody, no growth is going to happen. That's true. So for me, I am much better saying something that makes me a little uncomfortable and ultimately them uncomfortable with the goal of not being belittling, obviously, yeah. but, but, for, but with the goal of shining a light on an area that they can get better at.
1: All right. And next one is boundaries. Okay. So there's this thing, it's called sensory acuity. And sensory acuity is going to be using your senses to see if what you're saying or doing with someone is landing. Okay. So sensory acuity is kind of like when you're talking to somebody at a party and you can kind of tell that person's done with the conversation and they want to move on, but like you're still talking. Have sensory acuity be mindful of other people's time, be mindful of keeping them somewhere that they don't want to, read people so you can tell whether or not they are into it, not into it, and, you know, Lori talks about this too, Lori Harder. She has a book called The Tribe Called Bliss. And she has a bunch of, I don't want to call them rules. I can't remember what she called them now. But there's a bunch of, let's call it rules for the sake of this conversation, about how you enter, oh, agreements. They're not rules, they're agreements. So there's a lot of these agreements. And I remember her saying, you know, you may really, really want to be friends with someone. And you may see in them like the perfect bestie. And you may be trying to connect with that person and trying to become friends with that person, but it just might not be your time. That person may be in a place that they're looking for something different in a bestie or they have too many besties right now and they're needing to tone down on the bestie department. Like it just may not be your timing, but it may happen down the road. So don't force it. Also, don't be offended by it because we're all just trying to do our best here, right? And you know, a lot of people like I'm very introverted and so if I'm if I'm attacked by a lot of people wanting to talk, I can shut down because I and I probably seem like rude, but I'm just much more introverted. Rob is a situational extrovert. He can he can play the role, but then he's going to go back and hide in his cave later. You know, so have some sensory acuity.
0: A great example a great uh, way of understanding sensory acuity if you're having trouble understanding it is don't mistake somebody being polite with being interested.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and you know, and do this for yourself as well. And I always really try to be kind and polite and all of that, but there are times where, you know, I have to create some boundaries in my life and it's not necessarily, and I'm not talking about public events. I'm just talking about life. Okay. So have some boundaries for yourself and also respect other people's boundaries when it comes to friendship and, and, leg humping. Comparison.
0: Yeah. I, I'm thinking about something because I heard, um, I heard somebody describe it. It was, um, Oh, what is her name? She is, uh, she's the one, Kristen Bell, uh, her husband, Dax Shepard has a uh, podcast and he was talking about nervous neurons, he calls it. And nervous neurons are, you know, sometimes like if you go see, I'll give you an example. Sometimes you go see a comedian and the comedian is really nervous and he's trying to like sort of overcompensate, but he's nervous and you feel it. The neurons that he's putting out, like the nervous neurons, you can't even hear what he's saying because you're getting hit with these nervous neurons and now you're nervous for him. And then you both have this like nervous neuron thing that's going on back and forth. I think there's a little bit of that when you're not, when you're not in your own body, when you're not connected to who you are and you're playing the comparison game, then it's very difficult for that person who is being sort of the, uh, the, the brunt of the comparison to feel comfortable with you because they're picking up the nervous neurons from you. Energy is everything. You, energy right? is everything that, you know, they start, you know, they start twitching because you're twitching and then you got, <laughs> you, you, because they feel you're twitching, you right? feel so your energy. So you got this nervous neuron energy with the two of you.
1: Yeah, that's a really good one because I've definitely been that person. And I think you gave Donnie Deutsch some nervous neurons. You remember that one? And if you don't know who Donnie Deutsch is, he's like a TV personality, MSNBC and Rob loved him he used to have a show called the big idea
0: it's easy to do because what, what happens is if you're not prepared for it and you walk into a room and you, you see
1: someone you really admire
0: or you just you know you have a couple glasses of champagne you're tired or you're whatever the whatever the state that you're in you know your default behavior takes over and then you just start acting Weird, yeah, and you just become
1: nervous neurons.
0: Weird, and then so the person, yeah, nervous neurons, and then the person is going, okay, well, this is weird, okay, <laughs> and then you, and then, and then, what's worse is they leave and you leave, and you're like, no, 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 I'm really not like that, yeah, you know,
1: no, I'm not that bad. All right, the last thing on the list is uh, gossip. So you know, look, word travels, right? And if you are a person. That well, everyone here is a person. But if you are a person that will uh, partake in the listening to or the hearing of, or the hearing of or the speaking of gossip, then it's going to get around. And people, especially if you're in that world of like personal development and getting better and whatever, it is really, really hard to shake the "I'm a gossiper" label that will get put on you. Because what happens is if you come to me and gossip about someone else, guess what I know? I know that you are going to someone else and gossiping about me. And I don't think the the true gossiper really realizes this. And I think they just, you know, circle the globe gossiping about the next person that is going to be what they think they can connect with someone over, you know?
0: Yeah, then what happens is once you become that person who's the gossiper and known for that gossip, then the people that are around you go, well, I'm not gonna connect with this person because I know, like I'm thinking, there, there's one particular person that's in my head right now. And, and <laughs> By the I, way, and
1: all of these things, can't you just, there's like a person that pops up.
0: Yeah, and I know, I know like I'm standing here right now that if I have a conversation with this person and I share anything. I know that she is going to. Oh, I said she. Okay, but I didn't say who. I know <laughs> that she is. I got to be careful. I know that she is going to tell everybody everything that I just told her in confidence 100%.
1: Yeah. And so you have to be very mindful. Now, if you become the person with the gossip label, now. Everyone's going to curtail their conversations. Yeah. That
0: that was my next point. That that there's no level of intimacy intimacy Intimacy. that's going to be created because you can't connect with somebody that you can't trust.
1: You can't trust. And so, you know, as fun as it is to partake in a little bit of juicy gossip here and there, it's really detrimental, especially when you're trying to up-level your tribe because tribes are built on connecting, trust, honesty- and I would much rather someone come to me and say, "Hey, you did something that kind of irritated me, pissed me off, hurt my feelings," than tell twenty people around me and let me hear it through the grapevine, because that's you know not going to work out in the end. Uh, it's going to damage the relationship. So, well, that was just, good, honey. That was a, uh,
0: that was really really good. Just
1: to recap our leg humper episode, show up if you want to uplevel your tribe and not be the leg humper. Show up, uh, show up as yourself. Don't show up as some version of yourself that is you know, going to give off nervous neurons. Don't always make it about you. Don't, do not always make this about you. Really find value in helping people. Enjoy the process of helping another and adding value to their life without a perceived exchange. Uh, set boundaries for yourself and respect the boundaries of others. Use sensory acuity. Don't play the comparison game don't have, you don't have to be better than someone to make you feel good. And you don't have to feel like dog pile because this person, it appears is doing better than you and, uh, don't gossip. That's about it. So that's what I got for you. I hope you're not going to be a leg humper. I hope I'm not a leg humper. If anybody sees me humping a leg, please feel free to call me out on it. Rob, I will call you out on it. I
0: feel like there's a joke in the humping somewhere here, but I'm going to leave it at that. Have a great week, everybody. And we'll see you next week.